Welcome to the Sages Among Us. What makes a community great? Most importantly, it's the people who live and work there and are engaged in community life. The Sages Among Us focuses on those people, what they do and why they do it, and celebrates the leadership, time, and energy they bring to making a positive difference for all of us. Good evening and welcome to Sages Among Us on KVMR. My name is Taylor Wolf, one of your hosts for the Sages Among Us, and my guest tonight is Rebecca Torpy, Marketing Manager for Briar Patch Co-op. Rebecca Torpy is a marketing professional who has focused her career in the retail food industry and, more recently, the food co-op industry over the last decade. She studied, studied English literature at Barnard College and has a master's in both educational and developmental psychology from Boston College and food marketing from St. Joseph's University. Today, Rebecca is Briar Patch's co-op uh, marketing manager. She is responsible for maintaining and communicating the co-op's brand image and values front and center to our community and beyond. With her team, she successfully reimagined the co-op volunteer program to pair owners with area nonprofits. During the COVID pandemic, she's developed promotional strategies that successfully mitigated rush shopping Thanksgiving week and spread center store and frozen baskets earlier on to reduce crowds and lines. Rebecca, welcome. How are you doing this evening? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm really looking forward to having you on the show. Um, so just to start out uh, reading your bio, it sounds like uh, maybe growing up or at least where you studied, it was largely on the, the East Coast. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, where you're from and uh, your experiences before moving to Nevada County? Sure. Well, actually, I grew up um, in Chicago, on the south side of Chicago, um, and went to a Jesuit high school, which um, I think really uh, kind of pivoted me into the um, desire to, to go into community engagement. Um, and then after that, that's when I actually wound up on the East Coast and went to college out there. Um, and I thought that I wanted to be a psychologist. So I found myself in grad school um, in Boston, and every day I would come home from uh, grad school and I would bake all the time. And I grew up in a family of um, amateur bakers. Um, and I decided that listening to people all the time really wasn't something that was for me. Um, so I ended up um, finishing my degree and um, moving to New York and going to um, at what at the time was the French Culinary Institute and attending their pastry program. And from there, um, kind of fast forwarding, uh, I opened up a bakery in Philadelphia, the Reading Terminal Market, um, and uh, owned that for five years, um, got into food service, um, and got a lot of experience um, being an owner, an operator, a human resource professional, um, a designer, a marketer, all that kind of stuff. Um, owned a couple food service uh, businesses. And then at that point, it had been about 10 years, and um, I had a knack for the branding aspect of it and the marketing aspect of it. Really, really enjoyed it and decided that I did not want to um, grow old in food service. It's really tough 
um, and owning your own business is really tough. So I made the decision to transition um, my career path into marketing and branding. And at the time, um, my husband and I moved um, to a neighborhood in Philadelphia called Mount Airy, where he grew up. And there was this wonderful uh, grocery store called Weaver's Way Food Co-op. Um, and at that time, I decided to start an MBA program at St. Joseph's University there um, in, that specialized in food marketing and started going to Weaver's Way. And I was like, what is this place? This food co-op. It's so cool. It's got this great community vibe to it. Um, really enjoyed going there. And lo and behold, they were looking for a marketing manager. Um, so I uh, got that job and, uh, you know, seven, eight, nine years later. Um, now I am, you know, full throttle um, working with food co-ops. I've uh, been consulting um, for food co-ops in marketing communications for the past six plus years, um, working with food co-ops all over the country, um, helping them with community engagement and marketing, branding, and all that promotional stuff that you had mentioned earlier on at the top of the show. Um, and it's really, really been amazing work. And I actually landed in Grass Valley after having done um, a consulting gig uh, for Briar Patch. And uh, I was offered the marketing manager position. And I really couldn't turn it down because a lot of people don't know this, but Briar Patch is one of the, if not the top, uh, food co-op in the country. So it's, it's a pleasure and an honor to work at Briar Patch Food Co-op. You know, I think it's you hit the nail on the head, too, about some things that we just take for granted for in our community. And we really do have some outstanding people and businesses and organizations here. Um, so what, as you were starting to get introduced to this food co-op world, can you describe a little bit more about what really you found interesting or drew you into that pretty unique model um, for the food industry? Yeah, well... As I mentioned, I went to a, um, a Jesuit high school, and I also and St. Joseph's and Boston College are also Jesuit schools as well. And um, uh, you know, the Jesuits are very much into the concept of social justice and um, doing your work in service to others. And and I think that that really, really was um, you know embedded into my um, my soul and um, how I wanted to work, you know, as an adult. Um, and on top of that. You know, I'm also an extremely practical person, and um, I've always thought that um, the concept of fairness and being fair and kind to one another is kind of the, the ultimate in being practical and practicality. And fairness doesn't mean that we, you know, hand things out equally. It means that we provide for each other based on what we need. And I think that's why I was so drawn to co-ops. And as a business model, co-ops are just extremely practical and fair in that way. Um, you know, we, we build a co cooperative business around the idea that we're filling a common need for a community. And in, in the case of Briar Patch and in Weaver's Way, it's a grocery store. Um, people shop there and the money that they spend at the store pays to run the store. But, you know, my job as, as a marketer is to also help them know that it helps to provide for the needs in their own community. And that's that community engagement aspect. Um, that's where that outreach comes in. So um, that's, that's really, you know, one of the, or if not the, you know, greatest joy of working as a, the marketing manager of a food co-op. 
Yeah, and I'd love to dig into that a little bit more, um, just about food co-ops and the legacy of community engagement. Is that is that something unique to our local Briar Patch Food Co-op that we have here, or through your work, have you really seen that um, across different food work co-ops that you've worked with during your career path? Um, that concept is is really embedded in the cooperative model. Um, you know, a, a cooperative is a business that's owned by the people who patronize it, um, and it's everybody, you know, it's owned equally. It's not owned by shareholders who may hold various amounts of the business and have different levels of control in the business. Everyone owns one share, and one share equals one vote. You vote for your board of directors, and the directors represent the co-op owners and determine the strategic vision of the co-op. And in, in our case, and in most cases in the country, the directors are the boss of the general manager, and the general manager is responsible for all the operations of the co-op. Now, what all co-ops have in common is that they operate under the values of the seven cooperative principles. And that is like the cool, really the coolest part about um, the business model, because both, most business models don't operate under a set of values. And um, the, the seven cooperative principles are open and voluntary membership, meaning that anybody can join a co-op. Uh, the second one is democratic member control, meaning that you vote for your board of directors. The third one is members' economic participation, meaning that uh, you invest that equity into that one share. You invest that $200 or $300, how much, however much that equity is, and you get it back if you leave the co-op. The fourth one is autonomy and independence, and what that means is that um, the co-op um, is basically beholden to the people who, who are members of the co-op. So in other words, um, the co-op is never going to be owned by another business unless, of course, the members vote you know, in that direction. Um, the fifth one is really important, and that one speaks to the marketing department, and that's um, education and training and information. So the co-op is really responsible for making sure that the community is educated, um, you know, and educated on those values that the co-op deems important. So we do, you know, if you're familiar with the Vine, our newsletter, you know, we do, um, we write a lot of articles about about food and about the outreach that we do and really try and um, enlighten people about um, the good stuff that's happening in the community and, and really um, share uh, the vision of, of the values-aligned organizations and things that are going on around the world. And the sixth one is really interesting. It's called Cooperation Among Cooperatives. And this is a really interesting one because basically what it means is that in any um, similar business industry, we all share information. So I'm talking to marketing managers all the time, and we share tools and resources. So there's really no competition. I mean, even if we were, if we were very close, like geographically close to another co-op, we would still be sharing resources. So everybody is always sharing, and it's a really wonderful um, thing to, to be able to do that. And then the, the seventh cooperative principle is concern for community, and that's another one that, you know, is, is definitely in the house of, of marketing um, and, and, you know, all over, but in, in marketing, and that really speaks to that outreach piece where we have a concern for community and we make sure that, you know, we are um, giving back to the community and we make sure that we have donation dollars and that we have um, people doing the things that, that we need to do to demonstrate that um, the co-op is a really integral part of 
making sure that the community is um, functioning well and is uh, healthy. That's that's really interesting. And, you know, I think looking past at the past year with COVID-19 pandemic, it's it's really interesting to, to talk to people about the shift um, in approach to service delivery during COVID-19 and, and how they've adapted their leadership styles to that, too. So can you tell us a little bit about um, Briar Patch and, and your your approach as a leader of the marketing team who's heading up this community outreach during this era and also that education, training, and information piece during a time like we're living in today? Mm-hmm. Um, it's been it's been really interesting and it's been challenging and, and tough and it's been a learning experience for sure. Um, I will say that um, you have to be able to meet people where they are. Um, and this is true, I think, of any, you know, leader. Um, you have to be flexible. You have to actively listen to people and what their needs are and not assume that you know. Um, I think leadership is always a work in progress, and you're always learning to be a better person and learning from others. Um, I think I think uh, you have to be willing to take chances. And, uh, you know, again, g- going back to my Jesuit roots, um, leaders stand up for things that are important to be stood up for. Um, and I think that uh, also leadership can feel lonely sometimes, um, and that's okay. And true leaders are models for change. And if change were easy, everyone would do it. And, um, you know, Briar Patch has stuck its neck out um, a couple times over the course of um, this pandemic. Um, over a couple of issues, and it's been the right thing to do because it's been in the name of human rights. Can you tell us a little bit about um, some of the the more proactive steps Briar Patch has taken with your team? I know um, in some emails that we were having back and forth preparing for this interview, uh, Briar Patch was awarded the Progressive Grocers 2021 Outstanding Independent Grocer Award. Um, and many other things like that. I've I've also seen um, your team out in the community too, just trying to recognize some of our our frontline workers during this pandemic as well. Yeah, we were super super excited to uh, receive that award, and that is that's that concern for community, that seventh cooperative principle coming into play. Um, you know, the purpose of um, what we were doing, what the marketing department wanted to do, was um, to really really make sure that our owners and shoppers understood and knew that the money that they were spending in our store was being spent you know, was being put back into the community. And we wanted to do that to make people feel like they were, um, they could be uplifted by that. You know, it was really, it was, that felt really important to us. And from practical purposes too, you know, we were seeing a decline in our, um, in our patchworks program with our volunteers, just because, you know, from the standpoint of the nonprofits, they were getting fewer um, volunteers and so it was pretty important to us to try and um, move the resources that we had 
into any way that we could to help people feel better. So um, we reached out to uh, the 211 operators, for instance, and brought in burritos for lunch or brought gift cards to the volunteers at Freed. Um, you know, they were they were little things necessarily, but they really, I think, made a big impact to, to people because they felt you, they could feel the gratitude. And when we shared those stories on social media and in the local media, we got such a positive response. Um, I think people really felt like it was um, it it lent a little light to their day, and I think that that was really appreciated. Uh, so I think that that's a great lead into to my last question before we head into a quick break. Um, how how would you suggest the community can support or get involved with? Uh, maybe the briar patch and the co-op model and the community engagement piece that that you guys offer or other community organizations in our community mm -hmm. well i mean the the easiest thing to do is simply to you know shop at briar patch because when you do that you can round up at the register through our cause program um or you know if you're an owner of briar patch you can um participate in our patchworks program um, and through if you participate through that if you become a patchwork volunteer and you volunteer six hours a month um, with one of our patchworks um, nonprofits then you get 15% off um, uh, one, a shopping trip in the following month um, so that's really easy to do um, you know the, one of the lovely things about um, our area is that there are just so many opportunities to volunteer and granted a you know many of those um, opportunities have dissipated right now, but that doesn't mean that they're coming back. And I'm starting to see more of those opportunities come back online as we kind of come out of this, um, you know, this semi-lockdown that we're in currently. All right. You are listening to The Sages Among Us on KVMR. I'm Taylor Wolf, and tonight I'm with Rebecca Torpy, Marketing Manager for Briar Patch Co-op. Uh, Rebecca, thank you so much again for, for joining us. Um, you know, moving into, we talked a lot about Briar Patch and, and different uh, service shifts, the ways you're involved with Briar Patch and the ways that uh, Briar Patch has engaged the community through that co-op model. Why do you think um, businesses or institutions like Briar Patch Co-op or maybe food co-ops in general are important to the community? And how is the community better because people support it? Great question. I think that Briar Patch and other other businesses like it and co-ops and food co-ops across the country um, are very reflective of the people who participate in them, um, you know, who shop at them. Um, in my work as a co-op consultant, um, each co-op that I've worked with, and I've worked with probably 40 or 50 over the course of my career, um, all have their own identity. And they, um, they have such heart that you can, you can feel that. And you, you know, anybody who shopped at Briar Patch can feel how much people enjoy working there and how, and how there is this emotional connection, not just with working there, but with the people who actually shop there too. You know, we have um, owners who've been owners since the place, you know, was founded. And that's true of co-ops across the country. Um, and so I think that there are such psychological and emotional and spiritual ties with co-ops that 
there it's actually you know just tied into the you know the the zeitgeist of the community itself and it's this community hub so there's a lot of trust there's a lot of authenticity with this organization that makes it more than just a grocery store you know even just listening to your response to that last question you obviously have a lot of passion for for what you do can you tell us more about what motivates you to to really dedicate so much time and energy, uh, not only just to, to food co-ops, but then the, the energy uh, that they bring into the community in our area. Yeah, well, you know, as I said before, like I really, I love the marketing and branding aspect. And um, <laughs> it's funny, you know, marketing is kind of an ugly word in a lot of circles. Um, but in this particular line of work that I do, you know, I can use my, my powers for good rather than evil. Um, I can sleep at night, you know, knowing that, you know, I'm in, in marketing in a really good space and then I'm communicating good, value, communicating good values and, and, you know, helping people do good work. Um, and, and I really also really um, enjoy connecting people um, to other people and to good work. Um, so, again, maybe it's going back to that social justice thing. Um, I really, you know, and that fairness thing of really promoting that concept of people um, really this 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 model is so just fundamentally fair and um and again it's more than just a grocery store which is so great um and you know the the people that i work with at briar patch are wonderful are, are just as passionate as i am so it's wonderful to be able to work with with those folks and it's the same also with my colleagues my consultant colleagues everybody is just super passionate and it's so wonderful to be able to work in that space where everybody that you work with it feels the same way um and we all feel like we're all doing good, supporting this model and moving this model forward. Um, you know, I, I really love your, your answers about community and, and the Briar Patch co-op model. It seems like your, your love for food might have informed your love for community, or do you think it was vice versa? Oh, interesting question. Um, well, you know, I'm naturally an introvert. So, you know, when I use, I use food to connect with people, you know, I'll, I'll be, you know, I'll make a dinner, I'll have a dinner party. I like throwing parties, but I'm usually the person in the kitchen who's making the food and then I like to bring it out and have people enjoy it. And, you know, in, in part, that's my way of connecting. So, um, so I think maybe this is kind of an extension of that, you know, the, the branding and the marketing, and the communicating element um, is kind of an extension of that. Was there a particular moment um, where you can, can pinpoint a certain experience where you knew you wanted to make a career working in the, the food co-op industry in particular? I know you've had a, a plethora of experience, especially with consulting, working with many, many different food co-ops. I think you mentioned 50 earlier? Mm-hmm. Um, huh. Well, you know, I was at Weaver's Way, and um, I, I, would, I think, you know, what really solidified it for me was when I was, um, uh, the folks at we, my GM at the time um, sent me out to Minneapolis to um, Seward Co-op, which is a, a, another wonderful, um, highly functioning, as we say, co-op um, out there, and uh, to, to 
evaluate some stuff. And I just fell in love with the word co-op. I thought it was, and it still is, it's a fantastic co-op. It's really well run. It's really beautiful and cool. And they do such a great job of communicating their values on the, on the shelves, you know, at the shelves shelf level and I was so excited being there and seeing all of the really great marketing um, you know stuff that they were doing to communicate those values to the shoppers Um, I think that that really is what solidified this and I was like I want to do this long term I want to I really want to do this um, that's great. It's it's interesting to hear the your evolution of uh, getting to Grass Valley too, from working with with many many different businesses under the co-op model across the country. Um, you know, really a lot of what what you do with your work with Briar Patch is um, you know that outreach and a little bit of that engagement piece. So. What what do you personally get back in return for your investment of time and energy, and what what makes this all worthwhile for you? I think you know again, it's being able to say that um, the marketing and communications work that I that I've done that I'm doing um, allows me to say that I'm doing it. For something that's for the good of the people. You know, I went to um, business school um, in food marketing, and I was surrounded by people who are great people, um, but they were all working for large CPG companies and very large supermarkets, um, and we were all learning the same thing, but it was really funny because I felt like a spy. Like they, they didn't know, they had no idea what a food co-op was, you know, and they had a completely different perspective about what marketing was. Um, and so just that different way of sort of thinking about um, and having that closer connection with, with the people who are actually shopping in the store versus, you know, my colleagues, uh, my cohorts. Um, in in business school was was just such a different perspective and a different experience. So I feel really lucky that I get to be um, so so close to uh, the heart of uh, the authenticity and the individuality and that you know spirit of of the mo- of what the model really brings out in people. We're looking down the end of our half hour together. So um, maybe one of our, our last or second to last questions, what is something you would still like to accomplish in the area of, of outreach and engagement, food co-ops and marketing or any other aspect of, of your life? Wow, that's a big question. <laughs> I think maybe <laughs> I'll just stick to the to the. Uh, the an answer about Briar Patch. Um, I would love to um, to continue the Patchworks volunteer model and replicate that at other co-ops. I think it's very doable. Um, there are a lot of co-ops who um, have volunteer programs in their own stores, um, but that really doesn't work. And as some of some of our listeners may know, we used to have that at, at Briar Patch, but it, uh, we had to get rid of it for labor law reasons. Um, but having a volunteer program at, at nonprofits actually makes a lot more sense because it helps nonprofits. So I think it's a workable program, and I think it's replicable, um, and I think it would be really, really great to do it at a lot of other co-ops. 
Well, Rebecca, thank you so much uh, for being our guest tonight. We've been speaking with Rebecca Torpy, Marketing Manager for Briar Patch Food Co-op. And finally, thank you, our listeners, for joining us tonight and all that you do to make our community a little bit better. <laughs>